Hey, 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 everyone. This is Danny White, um, your host for this podcast, Hashtags and Habits, um, where we talk about all things digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This is how someone described my podcast recently after listening to it, and I really like it, so I'm running with it. Um, In this episode, I am sharing an interview that I did for the Global Content Marketing Leaders 2023 report um, produced by Pepper Content. Aditi uh, Ramanath invited me on a couple of months ago, and we talked about the evolution of content marketing, um, the best way to set up the content process for a brand or business, and how the global creator economy has changed over the past couple of years since the pandemic. Before we get into that episode, though, I want to remind you about my new book that's coming out on July 31st titled ChatGPT for Content Marketing Success, a step-by-step guide for professional service company owners to creating content consistently. I've gotten a lot of questions um, about ChatGPT and how to use it and what it's for and how can I write better copy with it. And I've also seen a ton of information online that is not quite accurate or well-researched. So I thought, why not create a resource for business owners to use in crafting content efficiently and effectively using the tools that we have at our disposal? So you can pre-order your copy today. The link will be in the show notes, of course, and or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram or Facebook and purchase your copy from there. No further announcements from me. That's all for right now. Let's get into this episode. Um, so my name is Danny White. Um, I'm the owner of DW Creative Consulting Agency um, based out of Texas. Um, we are primarily a content marketing um, agency. We delve into all the different types and forms of content marketing. Um, we've primarily been in the B2B tech space and as of uh, recently, uh, earlier this year, have been launching out into um, other industries, uh, including wellness, uh, healthcare, um, and lifestyle as well. Wonderful. And how 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 long has it been? How did you enter this content marketing space? Um, I've been in content marketing for about 12 years now. Um, I started out as an editor, content editor, um, working at a uh, publishing publishing company, very small publishing company. Um, I did a lot of content editing work, uh, a lot of rewriting, I guess you would call, uh, making sense of people's ideas uh, in manuscript form. Um, I did that for uh, I did that for a number of years, and then after that, I started writing for some major publications, or started writing for Inc. Magazine, um, the Huffington Post, um, uh, and that continued to grow as well. Um, just writing about either business, uh, marketing strategies, um, small business, uh, lifestyle things like that um, for these publications, and then along the way, while doing that, I came to a B2B MarTech company, which was a startup, um, also based based in Texas. Um, sorry, someone is calling. Um, also based in Texas, and they were primarily focused on B2B tech, um, creating marketing strategies, content strategies, understanding the ecosystem of B2B tech and all the things that are involved in that, um, and then creating content around um, around their products and services. And so working with a lot of enterprise companies, you get to learn about the backends of some of the some of these companies um, that we that uh, are doing these programs. Um, and uh, that's what I did for a good number of years um, before kind of launching out and focusing solely on content marketing. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm definitely more on the quality side versus quantity. Um, I think the algorithms within Google search have changed a lot over the years. Um, I, Google had this um, report uh, back in 2011, I believe 2010 or 2011, um, that kind of focused on how shoppers at the time, they're focused on shoppers and like how shoppers go about finding the information that they need. Um, and so what they revealed was that these people, they go and do their research um, and that before they end up buying a product or a service or subscribing to something. And so that's kind of how the algorithm has changed a little bit to start focusing more so on useful and helpful content versus content about every subject matter under the sky. And so I think a lot of content marketing has evolved from like just push content, content, content out as much as you can, 100 posts a day, things like that, to doing more so of what is the search intent? What are our particular audiences looking for? Um, developing that buyer persona of who that audience is, who, who is that buyer, who is that reader, that subscriber, like what is the audience you're going after? And then creating content around the subset of that audience. Um, so that's where the... I guess the decrease in a lot of content production itself has has gone um, just because, I mean, Google doesn't need like a million articles to like rank your site if it's not really helpful. It definitely depends on the client. It depends on the type of content that we're going after. So I've worked on both sides where we just need a writer who can, who understands the content enough to write about it. That's one side of the side of things. The other side is where we actually need a subject matter expert who actually works in the industry. Like this is their day in, day out job. Um, they either work in the industry, they consult in the industry. Um, they have like that higher level expertise that might be needed. Typically those types of people are going to either be interviewed to get their perspective and or we're going to do a more valuable piece of content with them, like a video, something like that, that can last a little bit longer. Um, it, it depends on the client, depends on what type of project you're going after. Um, also depends on how much content you're trying to produce. I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm not fully AI. I mean, AI has its place, but I don't, I'm not on the side of AI will replace writers. Mm -hmm. I don't think that will ever fully happen. The, the fact that you humans have to input data and information into the machine in order for it to produce a result means that you'll always have to have that person or people there to feed the intelligence to the, to the machine. Um, I do think that AI can cut back on some of the day-to-day -day work that content marketers, writers, strategists that they have to do. So like keyword research, uh, coming up with topics, a machine can definitely do that. As far as the refinement and the strategy and the end result, mm -hmm. I think that's going to be left up to a human for the foreseeable future. Um, I think AI has its place, like a lot of technologies, AI does have its, have its place. And if it's well well planned and well implemented, it can cut down on time, energy, thought processes, having a lot of like junior people, mid-management people working on these types of things. 
Um, but I don't, I'm not 100%, you know, AI will take over the world. I don't think so. So people management, uh, we use monday.com. Monday.com I've been using probably for about six or seven years. Um, out of all of the project management tools, I like monday.com the most because of its intuitiveness. It's also very colorful. Mm -hmm. uh, and once you input a little bit of data and make a few, a little bit of connections, um, projects can start to run smoothly. The other thing I like about it is that you can onboard clients onto monday.com for a particular project oh. and then offer them, right. um, which also helps with, it cuts down on emails back and forth and yeah. Google Drive folders and what they can access and can't access and things like that. Um, so that's on the project management side. Um, for content specifically, we use uh, Market Muse uh, and ClearScope. So those are two of the, I guess you could call them AI-based content tools that people that we use. Um, and those help with topic generation, uh, keyword research, understanding where the gaps are in particular industries or content. It also helps to give more of a holistic view of competitor research and competitor analysis. Um, where our competitors lie, where we lie among our competitors, things like that. Um, and I think once you input, let's say a URL, you want to update a piece of content or you input like a rough draft of an article, it'll automatically tell you, give you some data points to kind of address. Um, for SEO, we use SEMrush uh, and Ahrefs. Um, I used to do some writing for SEMrush <laughs> a little while ago. Um, so SEMrush is a good tool because it encompasses the content marketing aspect as well as the SEO aspect. I think a lot of a big misconception among content marketers is that content marketing is over here and SEO is over here and they never meet in the middle. And I think the platform, SEMrush as a platform, um, it integrates the content marketing and the SEO. Um, Ahrefs is another one, and I believe there are a few others. Proofreading and editing obviously is a big, big thing. So once we get drafts in, uh, Grammarly is the tool that we use to edit, um, proofread, make sure there are no errors, getting it as a hundred percent possible as 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 we can. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hashtags and Habits. If you want to learn more about digital marketing strategies specific to your business, let's discuss. You'll find our website and email address, as well as any resources I've noted in this episode in the show notes. We also want to hear your questions. So DM us on any of the social platforms at hashtags and habits everywhere. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our newsletter at hashtagsandhabits.com or leave us a review on any of the podcast platforms. I'd greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember that marketing is not easy, but it can be simple. <laughs>